0: Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. It's Monday, May 23rd, and this is The Gateway. I'm Sarah Fenton in for Wayne Pratt. Ahead for years, thousands of people from other states have come to the Metro East to get abortions. So I can see a Mississippi plate behind you right now. I've seen people come from Tennessee, Missouri for sure. The Supreme Court is expected to overturn Roe versus Wade, leading some states to outlaw the procedure. Metro East abortion providers soon expect an influx of patients. That is coming up, but first, these headlines. Incarcerated people in Missouri will no longer be able to receive personal mail under a new policy from the state corrections department. As St. Louis Public Radio's Shayla Farzan reports, officials say the move is meant to stem the flow of drugs and other contrabands into prisons. Beginning July 1st, anyone who wishes to send personal mail to an inmate in Missouri must mail it to a private company in Florida. The company, Securus, will scan the mail and send digital copies to inmates that they can view on electronic tablets. Karen Pojman is with the Missouri Department of Corrections. She says checking mail for drugs is time-consuming, and outsourcing the process will help save staff time. We have staff in the mailrooms so have to sort through all of the mail and check everything for anything suspicious. So it's a real drain on staff time. Advocates for criminal justice reform warn that allowing a private, for-profit company to collect and store inmates' personal correspondence could violate their privacy. I'm Shayla Farzan, St. Louis Public Radio. Researchers at Missouri University of Science and Technology have found a new way to measure the effectiveness of light energy. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports it will better, better help use lasers to treat tumors. The research shows how to determine the maximum amount of light energy that can be focused at certain depths of materials. Missouri S&T physics professor Alexei Yamilov says that means people producing new equipment to treat tumors and damaged tissue using lasers will know how much energy they can use and if the technique will work. It tells them how the energy is going to be distributed inside and under the best conditions so they can uh, estimate whether it will be safe to, uh, to do this. The research was published in the journal Nature Physics. Yamalov says his team has received many inquiries about the data and how it can be applied. In Rala, I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri's Department of Elementary and Secondary Education is launching a grant program this summer to help expand summer school options for students. Chris Neal is an assistant commissioner in charge of federal funding in the department. He says some school districts in Missouri will be adding summer school for the first time in years. We wanted summer school available everywhere we could get it to be available this summer, across the state, and where we hadn't seen any summer school, we wanted it to start. The department set aside $20 million for the program, which came from federal COVID relief funding. The goal is to help students get back on track after the pandemic. Eligible districts have until June 1st to apply. Finally, more Missourians are being hospitalized for COVID-19 as Omicron variants continue causing a rise in cases. Missouri reported more than 6,300 new cases in the last seven days, according to the latest data from the state health department. That's more than four times the number in late March when COVID cases began ticking upward again. Hospitalizations, which are the main concern for doctors, have been picking up as well in Missouri, reaching an average of 433 this week after remaining flat for most of spring. Abortion providers are bracing for an expected U.S. Supreme Court ruling that would strike down Roe v. Wade. If that happens, states will be able to restrict or ban the procedure. Clinics in the metro east are preparing to assist thousands of new patients from across the country if the decision is overturned. What can you again? At the Hope Clinic for Women in Granite City, Illinois, the day starts early. Around 7.30 in the morning, clinic escorts and protesters have taken their positions on opposite ends of the parking lot. Kate Hinklin Lauderdale is one of the escorts from the group Pro-Choice Missouri. Can you imagine going for any kind of health care and having, being greeted by this? Like the other escorts, she wears a rainbow vest and sometimes carries a big umbrella to shield patients from protesters. Another escort, Justine Colum, says the clinic, one of two that provide abortions in the Metro East, frequently has cars from other states in its lot. So I can see a Mississippi plate behind you right now. I've seen people come from Tennessee, Missouri, for sure. Illinois Health Department data shows between 2014 and 2020, the state saw a more than 200 percent increase in abortion patients coming from out of state. In 2020, about two-thirds of that group came from Missouri, but patients travel from Kentucky and other states that have put more laws in place that limit when and how people can get the procedure. According to the Guttmacher Institute, Southern Illinois is surrounded by states that are likely or certain to ban or severely restrict abortions if Roe vs. Wade is overturned. Experts predict that means 14,000 more patients per year at the Planned Parenthood clinic in Fairview Heights alone. We've been waiting for this moment, right? We knew that this was coming and we've been preparing for it. That's Colleen McNicholas, the chief medical officer of Planned Parenthood of the St. Louis region and southwest Missouri. The organization in 2019 opened that large clinic in Fairview Heights, just across from St. Louis, as the Missouri Legislature further increased abortion restrictions. Oh, sure. So um, the way that that works is that uh, we would do two appointments. The one would be a consultation. McNicholas spearheaded building a call center there that connects patients at the two Metro East clinics to financial support and transportation. She says that's become vital as poor people in states with strict abortion laws run out of options. It doesn't take a whole lot of time working in those places, Missouri, Kansas, Oklahoma, to understand that people's ability to access abortion care 100 percent in this country depends on where they live and how much money they have. She says the region's already seeing an increase of patients after Texas passed a law that allows citizens to sue those who help someone get an abortion. There has been this mass- massive ripple effect where as Texans fill the clinics in Oklahoma, then Oklahomans need somewhere to go. Um, and that's going to happen state by state as folks are are looking to either completely ban abortion in those states or to severely limit it. At least one new clinic is now scheduled to open in southern Illinois to serve more people. And McNicholas says Planned Parenthood is gearing up, too, extending its hours and hiring more people. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker has said the state is prepared to welcome the influx of patients, and the state codified the right to an abortion in law in 2019. Pritzker is also calling for state regulators to let nurse practitioners provide abortions that would help with the demand. I am doing intake for a client I got just a few moments ago... It's not just clinics who are preparing. Grassroots organizations that financially and logistically assist patients are expecting a huge wave in demand for their services. Allison Dreith is a strategic partnerships director of the Midwest Access Coalition, an Illinois-based abortion fund. She works on a laptop out of her living room in rural Illinois. <coughs> Dreith works with her big yellow dog nearby. On the television, chef Guy Fieri is on mute. She says watching The Cooking Channel calms her down while she works. And since Texas passed one of the most restrictive abortion laws in the country, she's been stressed. Sorry I'm chewing toothpicks. I quit smoking cigarettes the day SBA went into effect on September 1st. She says that thanks to the nation's patchwork of abortion laws, patients are already crisscrossing the country to get abortions. She reads through some of the patients she's assisted in the last two days. Ohio to D.C., Indiana to Illinois. And Iowa to Minnesota. Dreith says she's planning on sending more people to the Metro East in the coming months. We know people have always traveled. Um, I don't know how they find Granite City and Fairview Heights, Illinois, um, but it's happening. The Supreme Court is expected to hand down its final decision within weeks. At that point, its job will be done. But for clinics, volunteers, and groups like Dreith's, the work will just be beginning. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. David Cazares edited that piece. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Our music is by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. You can read more at stlpr.org. I'm Sarah Fenton. This has been The Gateway.